Welcome to You Don't Say. Listen to real English conversation as we talk about life around the world, cultural differences, and things that have surprised us on our travels. Now, here's your hosts, Abigail and Audrey. Hi and welcome to episode 20 of um, You Don't Say and today is a little bit of a different episode. Um, We're actually starting something new called Country Spotlight. So basically what this is, every four weeks we will let our members of our Facebook group and also our followers on Instagram vote for a country and then we'll we'll just chat a little bit in detail about like the fun things about this country the interesting things about this country and um sort of imagining what it would be like to live there you know the challenges etc and would you like to live there so um yeah today's first country is actually Malaysia Mm, it's exciting. So we asked um, some of our students, uh, our listeners, if they'd been to Malaysia. And actually not many people know much about this country. So it's kind of one of the reasons why we chose it. Yeah. But you've yeah. been there, haven't you? I have quite a few years ago. But yeah, still very fresh in my memory. Yeah, good. So yeah, so we hope that you enjoyed this episode too and learn a little bit about Malaysia. And then at the end, we're going to take a vote to decide whether you think and we think we could live in this country even just for a short period of time. So, yeah. So what have we learned about Malaysia this week? Oh, quite a lot of things, actually. So um, first of all, um, Malaysia is quite a culturally diverse country. So um, you have people from different backgrounds. So you have the Malay people, which make up about 50% of um, the country. And then you have people that are of Chinese origin. So that's like about 25%. And then people that are of Indian origin. So it's a little bit smaller, 7%. And then you have some indigenous people as well. Um, So yeah, it makes for a really interesting country to live in because there's just so many different people. Yeah, no, it seems interesting. And I guess it's different to other south asian countries which tend to be more culturally just one culture so Mm. yeah i guess we'd have to go into a big history lesson to understand why (laughs) but yeah but it does make it an interesting interesting country um coming from a very multicultural country myself as australia it's i think yeah i like places which have this kind of diversity so so it makes it more interesting yeah yeah, that's so true. I totally, totally agree. So, um, yeah, one thing that really stands out about Malaysia is the weather. Um, oh, yes. So different from where I come from anyway. <laughs> the fact that, like you said before, Audrey, like the good thing is that it's hot all year round, mm-hmm. but the bad thing is that it's, it's hot, hot yeah. all year round. So you, you can't <laughs> yeah. escape from the heat and it's quite humid as well. Yeah, yeah. I've heard people say it's wonderful from the point of view is that you always have a lot of light as well. Mm. So with sun comes light, which is always helps keep your your spirits high. But um, yeah, I don't know. I I haven't. I've been to Malaysia. I've just been to Kuala Lumpur just for two days. I've been, but I've been to Singapore, Hong Kong, Thailand, and all the time in every country. There's just this heat and humidity that hits you it's like every time I arrive in like an Asian country you have that 
I don't know, that smell in the air, the humidity, it's something completely different. And I mean, of course you could get used to it, but I just remember being so hot all the time. (laughs) So it's intense. It's intense. Yeah. So luckily they have lots of air conditioning. Oh yeah. See, that's the, yeah, that's the good thing. Then you just find yourself (laughs) running from one air conditioned place to another. Yeah, exactly. So that explains one of their favorite hobbies, doesn't it? It is. It's um, actually shopping. So I realized that I completely (laughs) forgot to mention the fact that there is a link between like air conditioning and a favorite pastime in Malaysia, which is shopping. And the fact is that if you go to a mall, it's really well air conditioned. So it's a great way to keep cool. And for example, when I was in Kuala Lumpur, there were three malls and they were all really close together. And instead of having to go outside to get to the next mall, you just took um, a tunnel, a walkway to get to the next mall. And so you could keep really, really cool, not bother about sweating and just, um, yeah, enjoy shopping. Okay, so we'll get back to the show. So, (laughs) well, I know a lot of countries and a lot of countries people like shopping, but they really like shopping in Malaysia and they like to get a good bargain. So it is quite common to actually like, um, like, haggle for the price of something I mean not in like a a, let's say like an established like chain store you wouldn't go in and haggle for the price Mm -hmm. but if you went to like a market and I don't know wanted to buy a skirt you know you can haggle for the price get it a bit cheaper Mm. so uh, yeah 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 I think the culture of haggling is really fascinating because I think from what I've read like in many of the cultures it's kind of a way to have an an interaction with the other person you know it's not about the price but it's about the interaction between the seller and the buyer a way to kind of connect over the the purchase so it's kind of almost like a game um for people you know it's because I know sometimes people like from Australia and or more sort of European cultures where haggling is not um you know, the done thing, they can feel uncomfortable about it. But actually I've heard that sometimes people can be disappointed if people don't want to haggle, you know, because that's part of the the doing business. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. How 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 are you? Can you I don't know, try to get a bargain price or do you feel like sometimes you just, oh, I'll just pay the price. It's okay. I don't like haggling for something it makes me feel uncomfortable <laughs> but then I don't want to be like ripped off so I will yeah, haggle. I um yeah I, to be honest people that I usually travel with they're usually better at haggling than me so I just leave it up to them <laughs> it's like yeah yeah so uh yeah I, th- I found at the beginning I found it uncomfortable but then I I after learning, I think about the philosophy, you know, it's, um, you have to take it as part of the culture and part of the the experience. So, I mean, let's be honest, probably we overpay anyway, but, um, usually the prices aren't expensive. So, I mean, some, sometimes I think it's okay to pay a higher price because we're helping support, um, you know, small businesses and things like that. So it's okay, you know, but yeah, but on the other hand, maybe it's good to, 
be part of the culture and and try it too. So, yeah. but yeah, I know for for British people, <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, isn't it? I, I'm, it's quite fascinating. This, yeah, this is something we can maybe talk about in another episode. The, the maybe talking about money, it's kind of oh, got a yeah. lot to do with that. I think, <laughs> yeah. So it can be interesting. All right, so back to Malaysia. Yeah, enough about our social, our, our personal problems. <laughs> so what else do we know? We know, let's talk about the food because that's always our favourite yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like one thing that I really love doing is just like travelling for the food and I actually like found out there's actually a specific term called food tourism. <laughs> so going yes. to a country just to eat. Um, yeah, that's that's usually my main goal in, in in trips. Yeah, yeah, and that's one of the reasons why I say to people I don't like Croatia because I didn't have a good food experience. <laughs> oh, no. Sorry, Croatians, but I just didn't find good restaurants. I have to try again. I promise. I promise. <laughs> but um, yeah, it can really make or break a holiday for me. You know, mm. so. So I think I, I have big expectations about Malaysia. I think it must be great to to eat. And you were really lucky because you stayed with a Malaysian family, right? Yeah, so it was my old housemate was Malaysian. And she when she left, um, she said, please come and visit me, like bring your family and I'll take you around. So I was really lucky. I got to go to Kuala Lumpur and to Penang as well, which is where she's from. Um, but yeah, mm. she, the thing that she really talked a lot about um, to me like all the time was the food like the food Mm. culture is just so different from the UK so um like a lot of food places are open like 24 hours a day Mm. so it's kind of like oh it's 2am should we go for a meal no why not (laughs) there'll be somewhere open um yeah and so you did that when you were there you just went like to late night markets and eight yeah Yeah, I think I remember doing the same when we were there because we had like a meeting and then we went just walked around them in different markets and ate so yeah it's a great atmosphere as well everybody being outside yeah yeah so yeah especially if you come from a cold climate where eating outside is like very you know extravagant (laughs) exactly so yeah it's much it's great yeah yeah no so and then um so also the food is kind of quite interesting because of course you've got malay chinese influences indian influences so yeah how was that for you can you remember kind of how it was um so you'll find for example like in Chinese restaurant they'll have maybe like um food from um like Malay cuisine and they'll sort of like change it up a little bit and maybe make it like more Chinese or they'll keep it like the same so it's, it's really nice you can find something for everyone wherever you go mm. to eat um um I'm just thinking of like specific dishes that I've had in Malaysia as well so I don't know if you've heard of nasi lemak that's their national, no. unofficial, but national dish. <laughs> hmm. I'll have to Google it. Yeah. yeah. So what's it? What's because you? It's like rice, I imagine. It's rice. Yeah, <laughs> rice cooked <laughs> in um, coconut milk, and it's mm. served with like um, ground nuts, peanuts. Um, you have like this sweet and spicy sambal, kind of like a, I guess like a chutney 
want to say it's the closest mm. thing to it um yeah. fried anchovies a boiled egg cucumber and it's usually like salt if you went to um like a street stall which are called mamux um you you just buy it and it's wrapped up in a banana leaf and you just take it off and go and eat it somewhere um and it's so cheap as well it's like the equivalent of like 50 us cents for breakfast mm. Ah, and so people have these for breakfast, lunch, dinner, yeah. or just breakfast? Um, when I was there, I remember I had it for breakfast. Um, you can probably have it like most times during the day, but it's a popular breakfast item. Popular breakfast. Okay. Hmm. Sounds interesting. Yeah, I, I can't think if I've ever been to a Malaysian restaurant. Yeah, I think it's kind of rare i don't know can you think of ever seeing a, yeah, a malaysian restaurant yeah um two that i know of um there's one in my hometown but like from my house it's like probably a good 30 40 minutes drive away mm, so, um, yeah and i found one like in new york in chinatown um mm. there was a few but there was just one but yeah not really really yeah it's not popular. a popular yeah cuisine so but yeah it would be good to learn a little bit more about it yeah for sure so um one thing I did hear also was that if you want to get something that's maybe not local cuisine like you get a craving for Italian or I don't know a hamburger it's kind of they tend to be the upmarket restaurant so it can be more expensive so yeah. if you want to go there and not spend a lot of money you tend to it's better to eat the local food. Exactly. So, There's so much yeah. good local food that, like... <laughs> Should be fine. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, sometimes you, after a couple of months, you're like, oh, I really want a pizza. You yeah. Know, it could be it could be a bit more expensive. So, okay. So what else do we what do you want to say? We've talked about food, the different cultures. So what what's it like for somebody... Cause to study in Malaysia and they so they because they all have different languages yeah yeah so um so for like primary school um basically so you have like the Malays you have like the Indian Tamil Indians and you have like the Chinese so my friend being of like Chinese origin when she went to primary school she went to a Chinese primary school so her lessons were taught in Chinese um Malay was offered as a language that you studied, but everything was in Chinese. So then you'll have like Indian students will go to maybe a Tamil school and Malay students will go to a Malay school. So they all go to like separate schools. Mm. And so do you think they all end up speaking the other languages? Like are they very multilingual or they tend to stay, I don't know, Mm. monolingual, bilingual? Um. So, like, my friend, um, her main language is um, Mandarin and Hokkien. Um, and, but she also speaks really good English because English is, like, the second language there. But she was mm. telling me, like, her Malay actually is, it's okay, but it's actually not that great in comparison with her um, other languages. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I guess I, I guess it depends on how much you need to use it. So... Yeah, and that's one thing I've had heard that people speak English quite well. So maybe it's sometimes like in India where they all speak different home languages, but yeah. they end up speaking English with each other because yeah. they don't have a common language to speak or something. So maybe 
it could be a bit like that sometimes. Yeah. Well, we're no experts in Malaysia. So if anybody from Malaysia is um, listening, we'd love to hear from you and feel free to correct us if we've said anything wrong or, you know, we haven't got it right or yeah. we missed something. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it, it could be interesting to, um, to, to see. I, yeah, I'm quite fascinated to see if, like, that will continue this kind of division or whether they will start to put the school system together in the mm. future. Who knows? So... It's difficult because on the one hand, you want to protect a language and a culture. On the other hand, you want people to integrate together. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, 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 I'd love to hear from Malaysians about that, what they think as well. So, um, so what we wanted to do at the end of each of these episodes uh, was kind of have a little bit of a vote for whether we think this country could be somewhere where we would actually consider living. So we're not saying you're going to move there for the rest of your life, but maybe, I don't know, you say, I'd like to live there for six months, one year, maybe for, for an experience. And um, so we're going to vote a yes or a no um, and why. And we're going to also put it out to you guys this week as well um, in Facebook and Instagram and see what you think as well, whether you would give a yes or a no to trying to live in Malaysia. So, Abby, what do you think? Would you give Malaysia a go? Do you know what? Despite the hot weather, mm. it's going to have to be a yes just for the food. <laughs> yeah I'm sorry I just need to go just to eat (laughs) yeah I might come back a lot fatter but it doesn't matter (laughs) yeah yeah I um yeah probably I would give it a go I'm not sure if I I could live there for a long time but I like yeah I'd I'd try it for six months I think like you know just yeah probably just to eat yeah (laughs) and then yeah like it would be good to learn a little bit more about how life is, the different cultures, how the society is. I think it would be interesting to see it. So there'd be a lot to learn from from being there. So, yeah, I'll, I'll give it a yes. So, so listeners, let's see what uh, we'd like to know what you think as well. And um, so we'll be in touch on the social media. And also don't forget, um, well, don't forget, we have to tell you, that every month we're going to ask you to vote for which country you would like us to talk about next okay so if you have any countries that you're particularly curious about let us know but probably what we'll do is make a short list of three countries and get you to vote as well so don't forget to participate in this as well so i hope you've enjoyed episode 20 our country spotlight in malaysia and we'll talk to you soon okay bye thanks for joining us this week on you don't say If you enjoyed our show, please leave us a rating on iTunes. Or if you simply tell a friend, we'd love that too. Sign up for our newsletter and get your free podcast study guide. You can find this in the link in the show notes. Listen out for our next show, coming soon.